With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I like, I don't want no echo. Okay, all right, Mr. Larry. So I'm gonna start with this question. Um, is there anything that you have run into, or anyone that you run into from your past that, you know, I guess you know back when you you know when you were an addict that has not Come, like overcome that 
Oh, yeah, yeah, um, a few people. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, I've had a, a few guys come through the program. And, wow. yeah, because obviously I work for inpatient treatment facility for recovering men. And, for, for example, one guy, he came he came through, and like I said, we got four different units. But we meet up in the kitchen, you know, everybody, all the units would meet up in, in, in the dining hall, hall at lunchtime and eat. So he, I noticed him and he noticed me. We hadn't seen each other at least 10 years because I had been sober almost eight years, and I hadn't seen him a couple of years before that. So we, we put it together that we hadn't seen each other in, you know, eight and ten years and uh, since I've been sober. And... He he um he he said, man, you know we we, we I thought you were either dead or in, in the penitentiary because that's the way we was living. Me and him used to hang together. He said, man, I thought you was dead. Wow. You know, and, yeah, he, yeah. I thought you were dead, man, or in the joint. And uh, he and and then he 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 he, he, he also said that he heard I was dead. Heard I got killed. I said, no, man. I said, this is what I'm doing. This is what I do. You know, he saw, saw me with my little badge on and working, working fastly on, so to speak. And uh, he was like, man, I know if you can do it, I can do it. I said, oh, that's man. what this is all about, man. I said, this is what it's all about, you know. And, you know, I, I, and he told him, I said, well, you know what to do because he had been through this, through this process more than once. You know, and I told him, I said, man, you know, he just said, I, I just want it. I just want, you know, I just got tired. You know, I got tired. My age played a part, and and guess what you thought? That's what I was. I was scared of somebody killing me. You know, or or it, it, you know, either somebody gonna kill me or the lifestyle was gonna kill me, one or the other. So. He was like, yeah, man, you know, and uh, I haven't seen him or heard from him. We exchanged numbers when he left, so I don't know if he's back out there or what he's doing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but that's one of the stories. Yeah, that's one of the stories. Um, one, You know, a couple guys came through the program that know me, they remember me. And, uh, but they, you know, they just wasn't ready. Yeah. So experiencing that as far as, you know, people people that you have met before, people that, you know, you were in that in that lifestyle with and, you know, th- well, basically seeing them come through the program and, and not maybe completing it, how does that, you know, I, I know you said that you feel like, you know, they're just not ready. How do you feel? when it comes to maybe trying to push that person or do you feel like it's your place to try to push that person, you know, if that makes sense. So basically do you feel like you should try to stay on them or or is it at their own pace? Right. There you go. Um, Well, actually, let me clarify something. They they finished the program. They completed the program. They stayed a whole 60 days. Yeah, they'll stay the whole sixty days, but when they leave, that's when that's when the work starts, you know. And and I have to I, I, I share that with them, 
you know. But then again, you know, I also have to, have to understand that, you know, it's sometimes you just have to let them, let them, uh, 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 take their bumps and bruises, you know, until, so to speak, um, they, how they say it, keep bumping their head against the, against the ground, you know, because, you know, sometimes you just ain't ready. And, you know, and I'm using myself for, as an example. You know, if, if you're not ready, you just cannot push it on pushing on a, on, a, on, a, on a person, an alcoholic or an addict. Can't push on them because they're not ready, they're not ready. Um, all I can do is just tell them in a general way and what I used to be be like. What happened and what and what and what I'm like and what I'm doing today. What I'm at, you know, what I'm doing today with my life. That's all I can do. You know, and and, and, and tell them that you know alcoholic anonymous um, it's part of the, it's, it's the program that pretty much saved my life along with God. You know, I got a God of my understanding, and I asked him to see me through his alcoholic and his alcoholic anonymous, this AA program, and I'm willing to take some simple suggestions, and he, and the rest is history. Okay. So, okay. Mm-hmm. so I, you know, I, I, uh, I, I see, I, I see it happen all the time. I see it happen all the time. I uh, I do like I think I said to you before I do educational groups and um, you know and and I talk to the guys a lot about legacy. Um, you know when I see a guy come through or a person that just beat up and still fighting it, so to speak, first thing I see is a prayer by the grace of God they're alive, and that's what I say all the time by the grace of God they're alive because I know where I've been I know I was there. Once upon a time, you know. But uh, the, the key thing is talking talking to a person about legacy, so they can feel, so they can feel um, not being punitive. I explained to them I'm not being punitive, you know, and trying to use this as a steer tactic. But that disease is trying to kill you. Tell them that kind of stuff. I do, you know, as far as like I don't just shun them off and like I got this. You got to get it like I got it. This this that's not that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is, you know, I have to be a little punitive, but I have to be straightforward to them. You know, the disease is trying to kill you, man. Or, you know, lady, the disease is trying to kill you. If it don't kill you, the lifestyle is going to kill you. You know, so it's about the legacy right now. You know, it's about the legacy. It's not too late to to, uh, start a legacy. I don't care what point or what age you are in your life, you can still build your legacy. Once I talk that legacy theory to them, kind of like get there, you know, because it takes them back to the people that they have hurt, you know, take them back to want to reveal some relationships, and I start talking about legacy. You got me? See, when I start talking about that legacy thing, hello? Yes, sir, I'm here. Yeah, okay. When they start talking about I started talking to them about legacy, and um, you know, they it, it kind of like gets their attention. The word legacy, it kind of like gets their attention because, uh, you know, because of things, it, it, it takes them back to where what they did with their kids, you know, their offspring. I talk to them about man, you you got an offspring, you got kids, you gonna eventually have an offspring, you know, grandkids, maybe great great grandkids if you ha- if you give yourself a chance with this thing. 
you know, stuff like that. And um, it, it helps. It helps. I, I, I got a few people, a few guys that still keep in touch with me. You know, they got the program and, and, and uh, you know, willing to, 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 to accept some simple suggestions, you know, in the program. But a lot of times, time, uh, guys be struggling, and girls, they be struggling from getting it out of their understanding. Mm. And, yeah, see, and, and, and I tell people, you know, I choose God as my creator. You know, now, the piano is as you understand him. And, uh, you know, that's one, that's one of the, that's one of the, um, the step, this step three. In the twelve step uh, of, of alcoholic anonymous, made a decision to turn your will and your life to care of God as we understood Him, as you understand Him. So, and once they get that, it, it kind of like it, it helps. It helps a little bit, but some people give up on God, the God thing, because it, 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 mm-hmm. a lot of times when you're caught up in that, that type of lifestyle. You, you, you question, you start questioning, you start seeing things in that lifestyle. Like, there's a guy, why let my, my best buddy get his head shot over off? You know what I'm saying? If, 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 if. You know, why take my father? But that's how I was with, that's how I was with my father. I, I don't know if I put that in the book, but I had, um, you know, I had lost trust in God. I didn't believe in God when my father passed because, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I really didn't. And uh, so I can relate to where they're coming from, you know. But then I had to come back around. You know, I had to come back around um, uh, with that. Yeah, I think my my um, my, my, my kids, my, grand, my kids' grandmother talked to me about it at the time. And, uh, you know, I was 21 years old, my father passed. But anyway, that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's another story. But uh, anyway, you know, and, and, and you start questioning start questioning that especially when you start seeing bad things from living that type of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, you start seeing a lot of things and being like, dang, it's it's every God. Why why is he letting this why is he letting this happen? Why? you know, so uh sometimes we have to sometimes when you in that lifestyle, I mean, you have to really um um have spiritual awakening, so to speak. And, you know, whereas God prevails and that's what I did. I had a spiritual awakening. So sometimes it takes that. When you're on that side of when you when you living that when you living on that in that life, it, it, it takes it takes a spiritual awakening to really make you come around. You know, they say yeah, it really does. Sometimes you take that spiritual awakening. Yeah. And so that's to ask your question, that's that's what that's, I, I can look at I can look at an individual. And I don't even have to know them, and I can just look at it and say, you know what? That said, uh, she needs a spiritual awakening. Only way she gonna come back, you know. Then I might say a little prayer for her or him, and just just keep it moving. Wow. Yeah, but I can remember I, I can remember back in the day where I just I already said it. I, you know I gave up. I mean, I I said it myself, and that's why I can relate to to to, to this question with you had asked me, because um, I gave up myself. I literally gave up. 
to the spiritual awakening, came, came, came with me. And, uh, and the spiritual awakening was when I caught, when I caught that last case, 2013. You know, and I was in the justice mm-hmm. center. And I put this in my book, too. And, uh, you know, I was in the justice center, and I just knew it just seemed like the spirit. The spirit was talking to me. And it just told me, to, man, somebody going to kill you. You're going to wish you were dead, or you're going to end up in the penitentiary for the rest of your life. So that was my spiritual awakening. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and it just seemed like it was so surreal at that time. And, I, and and they talk about when the light come on. It just seemed like the light bulb came on. And the rest is history. Yeah, sometimes you know we just have to. I have you just have to let them run, let 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 them run their course. That's what I want to say. To answer your question. Sometimes you just have to let them run their course, Tammy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You just have to let them run their course until and hopefully they get it. And if they don't, you know, there's other plans. Let me ask you this, Mr. Larry, because you gave you gave some insight. I'm I'm gonna ask you well two questions. So the first question is gonna be what do you feel would be the first step? Now, oh, let me back up. Let me back up. Let me back up. When you say a spiritual awakening, right, now, how do you feel somebody gets to that point, like to, to for them to have a spiritual awakening? Is that something that they need to try to take a first step on themselves and then like maybe pray first and then wait for the answer? Or what would you say would be the first step for them to get if they're if they're truly wanting help, you know, with their with their addiction, with their situation, what would be the first step towards that spiritual awakening, you think? Hello, Mr. Larry. Hello, Mr. Larry. Check and see if you got your phone on mute, Mr. Larry. Hello, Mr. Larry. Can't hear you. Hello, Mr. Larry. Disconnected. Hold on, Mr. Larry. Can you hear me? Okay. okay. Yeah, we I'm got so sorry. Did you hear my question? I'm sorry. Uh, you, you, you were saying um, that what, when would a person uh, feel that the spiritual awakening has come upon them or something or it's time for spiritual awakening? What would they do to get their spiritual awakening? Right. Like, what would be the first step, you think? Would they Should they pray first? Or what what would be the first step for someone who really you know who wants to get help to to get that spiritual awakening that they're looking for? Well, you know sometimes sometimes and, and like I said it it, it it may sound uh, mm, kind of harsh sometimes you have to hit your bottom 
so to the point to the point where you 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 realize it have to be a god to, to, to get me up out of this that type of way. Mm. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. You know, like that 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 could that, 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 that has to be. Couldn't no man or, or or human could have gotten me out of this. It has to be a God, that type of spiritual awakening. You know, and a person can hit the hit the bottom, you know, and everybody everybody's bottom is different. And you know, some people bottom can be just going to jail for the first time. And that can be their spiritual awakening. You know what I'm saying? And some people mm-hmm. bottom and be going to go to jail. 14, 15 to the penitentiary. I know guys that, you know, got 13, 14, 15 numbers in penitentiary. Penitentiary all their life until something happens, you know, where they end up preachers, you know, in the gospel. I, I got a mm-hmm. friend, Larry Henry. You know, he he uh, he, he, went, he he did a lot of time in the penitentiary, and he, and, he, and he got his own church to this day. Wow. You know, that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that's a true story. Yeah. He, um, he he's a pastor and doing real well. People accepted him, you know. People accepted him, and um, yeah. So to answer your question, that's about the, the clearest I can answer that. You know, some some yeah. people, it, you know, it, it sounds hard, but some people have to hit their bottom where 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 they, they see that it had to be some type of something something um uh uh uh, uh more than myself. Uh, bigger than me to do this to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it had to be. So it had to be a God or, or a spiritual being to get me out of this, you know, for me to be still alive. So I know a guy got shot eight times. You know, he got shot eight times, and, and, and he, 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 was, he was unconscious for, mm, about two, two, three weeks. That changed his life. Wow. So I'm done. You know that type of spiritual way. It sounds cruel, but just some some of us have to go through that. Yeah, yeah. like you got to hit that that lowest moment for you there to you go. go through that. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then Tammy, I tell you this too. And then you still have to want it. Yeah. And you still have to want it, you know. So, and that was with me, you know. You still have to want it because I, I got shot. Yeah, I thought I wanted it, but then I took my will back. You know, I took my will back from God. And I want to try it again. I called it go for some more research. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, you know, I mean, so, so things happened. I hit me head. Cracked me here with the shotgun. You know, I was all right. I gave my way to God. God, I'm stupid. I'm done with this. You know, and as soon as I healed up and got my weight back, and da 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 da, I'm going to go do some more research again. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, so um, that's, that's, that's about the clearest I can put it. You know, sometimes we have to hit our own bottom. Right. And uh, to the point where it's, uh, uh, there's, 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 there's nothing. Or something uh, bigger than me had had to uh, had to get me out of this, save my life. Yeah. And then, like I said, you like you, you mentioned earlier about the steps, you know, 
AA has 12 steps, 12 step program. And that's what I do today. That's what I'm doing today. You know, I, I stick with AA. I go to church. I pray. Let's keep it simple. You know? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, what would you tell someone who is a family member of someone that is going through recovery? What would be the best a uh, best way for them to support that person? Uh, like if they have a family member or um, like a spouse or, you know, or someone who's really close to them. How would you tell that person to support someone that is going through recovery? Uh, well, I would I would just like I like I said, you know, it, it, it's kind of hard. It, it, we're actually that you said you said the exact word support them, but you have to support them from a distance because sometimes you have to show them tough love. Because mm-hmm. then you got then you got codependency. Right. You depend. See that that's a sensitive uh, uh, topic when you when you when you're talking to a, a spouse about their you know about their better half. Right. It you is. know because because you 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 don't want to tell them just leave. You ain't doing you know that kind of stuff. You don't do that. You know and then you know if it, it just aren't and then uh, uh, if for example. You know, there's, there's there's love there. Then again, there's love hate there too because if your spouse she, she may love you, but she don't love what you're doing and the decisions you're making. And then you, they're only gonna put up with it for so long, right. for so long. And then it's just gonna be, you know, because it's codependency. You know, and then it depends on it depends on the situation. It depends if the kids are involved. It depends if there's some uh 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 um violence going on with the addiction, you know, so it depends on the situation. Um, I, I, would, I, I, I personally would tell them to go to Al-Anon when you got uh, couples like that. You know, oh, they have couples Al-Anon. in Al-Anon. Yeah, yeah, Al-Anon is for, yeah, Al-Anon is for couples and, uh, you know, marriage couples, you know, uh, families. That's what Alan is for. So I would tell them to go to Alan And Alan I work for some people, for some companies, save families, save, you know, save some families, save relationships. Mm-hmm. That's really, that's real. that really gives a lot of insight. And that's actually a, a really great piece of advice because, mm-hmm. you know, some people don't know how to support them. And, I, and that kind of rolls into the next question. Um, that I want to ask you. So there's a show, and you may be aware of it. I don't know if it still comes on, um, but it's called Intervention. Have you heard of that show before or seen it? Yeah, I heard Intervention. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Intervention, you know, with that particular show, they basically give the addict, give that person an ultimatum, like you said, with the mm-hmm. tough love. Um, do you feel like interventions are more helpful or more harmful to a person's situation? 
Well, it depends on it depends on the situation. Okay. I don't watch interventions a lot because uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of editing, uncut um, uh, it, it's for TV. It's, a, it's 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 for television, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I see a lot of stuff that you know just 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 like for television. You know, mm, and gotcha. yeah, you know. Um, but then again, it's real. It's real people, and and you see a lot of codependency with that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You see a lot of codependency with that, and I don't know if I ever seen Alan on with uh, an intervention. You know what I just shared mm. with you? You know, a family program. Yeah, me neither. Um, I've never seen it. Like, I've never seen that with that, you know, with that particular right. show or anything. Yeah, see, and Alan and I, I exist, you know, but I don't think I've seen it with intervention. But they go to, now they may go to a counseling, who's counseling. They, you know, maybe it was some intervention, but I know, I do know counseling. They, they get counseling with that, uh, in that show. But, it's kind of graphic to me. I, I you know, I, I really don't get mm-hmm. it. It's kind of graphic. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just know for me, when I have watched, you know, that particular show, the best part was when the person did accept it. The sad part was them going back and relapsing because they, wow. like you said, they weren't ready. And it has to be, like you say, something that, you know, when they hit their bottom, it, it sometimes mm-hmm. does have to be their choice. And maybe that is their bottom when the family says, I'm just cutting you off. But like you said, you know, a lot of that stuff is for TV, which I didn't really – I mean, I know it's TV, but I didn't really think mm-hmm. of it like that. But yeah, yeah. when it comes to the tough love, I'm glad that you brought up the fact that there are programs available for families that mm-hmm. want to make sure that their family member is getting that support when they're going through uh, an addiction. So I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Now, the other thing I wanted to ask you about was with your program, well, with when people come into the program, you know, when you talk to the guys and mm-hmm. girls, they come into the program, mm-hmm. um, what's, what's something that you would say – is the most common reason for them relapse, like if they've ever relapsed? What would you say is the most common reason for relapsing? Um, the most common reason is uh, they, they wasn't in there for the uh, majority, majority of the time. They wasn't in there for the right reason a lot of times. Anyway, they, you know, a lot of times people relapse because they, they came to the program because they had they felt they had back problems, you know, family on their back, kids on their back, <laughs> job on their back. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> back problems. Okay. The, gotcha. You know, the judge on their the judge on their back, probation officer on their back. <laughs> you know, they, <laughs> so they're coming in with back problems, and as soon as they get, you know. Or just like just like um just like uh in general just 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 took its toll. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, and so they come in and get, you can kill the one. I can kill the one that's in there pretty much trying to do something right. That particular thing serious. Then I can kill the ones that really pretty much going to go back out, you know, or, or, or make it through the program because, you know, some of them don't even make it the whole 60 days. I mean, you know, they, right. yeah, they only make it whole city. They, they leave because, because they can't smoke there. So that's telling me right now. Wow. It's telling me right now that, you know, that you don't, you know, you're going to smoke a cigarette, take a chance on come back there smoking some crack because you know what you're going to do indeed because you haven't got, you haven't allowed yourself to be treated to a certain extent. So. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so those 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 be, those be tall tale signs, um, mm. you know when they you know when they, when they con- when they constantly resisting uh, the rules and you know want to uh, be rebellious to the rules of the program and you know they might recommend that you go to further treatment like um like a treat uh um like a halfway house or something like that or another program offsetting program. They don't want to do that. I ain't going to program. I'm okay. All I want to do, you know, and that's just tall. Those are tall tales, you know. But but then you got someone that want to go for that extra mile, extra mile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go because I know I need help. And you hear them talking like that, they, they, they at least giving themselves a shot. Yes. You know, a shot at it. Yeah. Okay. So I, I wanted to roll into your current life. I wanted to make sure we, we bring it back to the present and even the future for you. So what are, for you, I know we actually, the year is almost up, but next year, what are some goals that you have that you've set for yourself that you hope to achieve? Uh, well, I um I got a couple of long term goals, short term goals, but one one of the goals I have is think about going I'm thinking about going and getting my masters. So that's you know, that's that's one of my goals, going to get my masters. Um going to buy me a home. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna buy me a home. Um my masters buy me a home. Learn how to swim, take some swimming lessons. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's a good one. All of them are good. Yeah. Ones, but <laughs> that's, oh, yeah. Those are all good. Okay. Uh, it, it, I wish you had, I, I got some more goals, too, but uh, those, those are the main ones. Those are the main ones. Um, you know, continue to uh, spend more time with my grand, my grandboys, my grandkids, even the step-grandkids. That's my goal, too. So, you know, goals are mine. Um, and then work on my legacy. Continue to build on a strong legacy. That is that. This, this book is part of my legacy, and you know what I'm oh, saying. Yeah. This book is literally part of my legacy. So when it's all said and done, you know, uh, these things can be talked about. Yes, sir. You know the meal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with your legacy, I just feel like. You sharing this, sharing your story, period, is just a huge, you know, it's going to be something that's 
outside of you having to live your story, you know, this is going to be something that impacts your life even more and it's going to even enhance your journey. But I want to know what are some things that you hope to accomplish once this book is released and, and put out there? Well, one of the main things I want to accomplish is uh, uh, pretty much to get my story out there where it will touch some people and but possibly they save somebody's life. Uh, that's, 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 that's my main objective with that. Um, well, of course, make my make my money back. That's yes, um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, um, of course that. But other than that, and then possibly a volume two. I'll talk to my girl about that because this right here is just a tip of the iceberg. Well, the stuff that we get that, that that's in this one, this book, can is it? Is it? Can I'll tell you, sweet. This is the. This is just a tip of the iceberg, seriously. I believe, yeah. and I told my daughter, I say, I say, you know, it's depending on how this one go off. I might, I might get a volume too. You know, because I've even done some more things. Uh, you know, met some more goals, uh, positive stuff, and then I probably can, you know, uh, uh, really talk about more stuff that I have uh, that I've done. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's 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 about it. Um, okay. You know, continue, continue. You know, I, I sponsor. Continue. Yeah, you know, that that's part of my goal too. It's just is to stay sober for the rest of my life. Yes. I don't know why I didn't put that in there. Yeah, but that's my goal to stay sober for the rest of my life. Um, because I always tell I always tell the guys, you know. A goal without a timeline is just a dream, and and within that timeline, it's uh, uh, if I choose to, if I choose my goal to be stay sober for the rest of my life, and just say if 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 if, if, if God give me twenty five more years, within that twenty five years, within the timeline of twenty five years, there's going to be some some um some 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 life life is going to show up. You know, there's going to be a series of events that's going to show up, and either I can drink about it, or I can take it, or either I can, can, you know, just or not drink about it, or use about it. So that you know, and and we're full of we're full of excuses. Addicts and alcoholics are full of excuses. The reason why I relapse, you know, and that's another thing too. That's another uh, 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 answer to that question too about what what's what's the main reason why a person might relapse because of excuses. We, we, we're full of excuses in the blame game. Hmm. So, like I said, uh, a goal without a timeline, if you ain't going to accept your timeline, you just dream. You're just a dream. So, uh, that's, my, that's my goal. Stay sober for the rest of my life. Continue to help others that's, 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 that's sick and suffering like I was. Sick, sick and suffering alcoholics and addicts like I was. That's my goal. So with your with the goals you listed and with everything that you know you you've done up until this point have you talked to like I I'm trying to figure out how to phrase the question 
mm-hmm. with your family, right? Does your family even know a lot of the things that you have been through as far as, you know, maybe experiences, not including them, you know, some of the things that you told me? Um, do you share your story um, openly, like, with your grandkids, or do you talk to them about, you know, different things uh, when it comes to uh, addiction or drug use or um, alcohol? Yes, I do. I talk to uh, uh, mainly my grand uh, April's boys. Those those are my biological grandkids. And when I say the other grandkids, those are my girlfriends. Okay. Uh, grandkids, they call me Larry Granddad. I think I shared that with yep, you. Yeah, Larry Granddad. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I, I, what I do is see it, and they, they're part of my legacy, too. You know, so if you can squeeze that in there, you know, about the step grandkids and the folks that other grandkids, that's cool too. But you know, they're part of my legacy. Um, but uh, yeah, my 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 grandson. As a matter of fact, I took took him uh, Christmas shopping. He's thirteen now. So I took him Christmas shopping uh, a couple Sundays ago, and every chance I get, I talk to him about drugs. Every chance, and say, look. You, you're in age now, and you're going you're gonna to stop being around those guys and want to experiment, do a little research with that weed, mm-hmm. you know, then it lead to drinking and stuff, and you start smelling that stuff on them or, 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 or away from them. You go, you run as far as you can. I'm trying to say because your granddaddy did all that for you. You know, you don't have to do it, you know. So you went through it. So they don't have to, to deal with go through that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I had old time to tell me that long time ago when I was when I was a teenager. Man, you don't have to be going to no penitentiary. You don't have to be doing that. I did that for you, and I didn't know what they were saying. I did all that for you, man. You know, <laughs> so I didn't understand what they were saying, but now I, now I know. Mhm. You know. Yeah. So I tell my grandson, um, and I and the six year old, I tell him too. I don't want y'all to stay away from the drugs. No, and then, but see, when the book come out, you know, and as far as my family go, they, they, they lived a lot of stuff with me because they know I was, I mean, as far as coming and going, but they really didn't know uh, in depth what I was doing. You know, I mean, as far as, like, what I was doing out there in the streets and stuff like that, they, 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 didn't, they didn't know. All they knew was I was out there in the streets trying to kill myself or get killed. <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of worry on their end. So this book, that's why, that's why I'm saying I want to surprise them with this book so they can really, um, then, like someone really went to just just feel like they're messed, you know, uh, messed up. Maybe they, they might get, maybe they might get wind of it. It yeah. could, you know, could be, be it, I can do it. Yeah, that's my purpose. Primary purpose. That will be good because you know sometimes you have to see people that you know that have went through those type of things or went through uh, that type of struggle. You have to see that somebody was able to get out of it because right. I think a lot of times you you see uh, like like again not to keep touching on TV. But shows like um, there's a show that used to come on, and I think they did a movie, Beyond Scared Straight or Scared Straight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They did those shows, mm-hmm. 
but they don't show a lot of the positive of people who have been through that. They show you, okay, this is what could happen to you, you know, but sometimes right. you have to see that somebody was able to come out on the other end. And I think that's right. what what can make a person more hopeful for themselves. Um, so would do you feel that showing people – and I feel like it's going to help people anyway, you know, the book alone, like seeing what you went through, even even people that are in your age range, people that's in my age range, people that are younger than us, and maybe people of the future, you know, the kids that haven't even been born yet, you know, somebody's going to be able to pick up your book and say, you know what, I saw, you know, I see Larry, you know, he went through all this, I'm going through X, Y, Z, I can, I can overcome what I'm going through too. And I think... I think sometimes people don't realize that their short story has so much so much in it that can help somebody else. So I, I'm I'm grateful that you have been so open with sharing your story mm-hmm. with me and just being you know, being vulnerable and saying, Okay, this is this this may have been my lowest point, but this is what I want to share, this is what I want people to know about so they don't have to go through that. Right. So, I mean, it, it, go ahead, Mister. I'm sorry. It, no, no, no. Go ahead. It, well, you know, I used to beat myself up, and uh, you know, a lot. And when I say about it, what I mean by that is, you know, I used to beat myself up. Um, you know, talk about how, as far as like, um, how much money, thousands that I spent in that lifetime, how much. You know how I uh, ruined my educational life. Um, you know, ruined relationships. That the drugs. You know what what drugs did to me, and that's that's why I want to state it in the book. You know, I want people to see what drugs and alcohol and their lifestyle did to me. Personally, I took I got a personal uh, vendetta against that right now. It's personal. You know, and um. What I mean by that is, you know, it, it's, it's, it's to the point where, it's, you know, it's so personal that uh, I, I, I that's, 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 that's how I put it. That's, that's how I'm putting it in the book. You know, you understand what I'm saying? That's why I want to, there's going to be a volume too. That's just how personal it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I know there's some other stuff that I need to share. And you know, I, I, it, it's, so, it's so personal. I don't mind sharing my story with you. you know, it, it was so personal. That's that's why I did the writing that I did, Tammy. You know, I took, I took, yeah. really took. I, I, I did a lot. Of, I did a lot of writing. You know, um, I, I copied some stuff from a couple of papers that I had, but that was that was just a few paragraphs just get me started. But I literally did all that writing. And I counted the pages. I'm like, hey, man, I got all these pages. I didn't realize I would written all those pages. Because <laughs> <laughs> I printed it off on the job. You know, I printed it off on the job. And, and I'm like, dang, I know all these pages because front and back. Wow. I did all this writing. You know, because I wanted, I wanted to get really, really um, in depth with it. Yeah. So. So I'm going to ask you this, Mr. Larry, because mm-hmm. I know for many people that are 
you know, addicts or have been alcoholics, they use those substances and they use alcohol as a coping mechanism. So when you go through stress now, what are some things that you do to to cope? If you go through different things emotionally, what are some things that you do to, to, to deal with it? That's a good question, Tammy. And guess what? It's a, from, from an addict standpoint, or alcoholic standpoint, what I do now is I call somebody. Be back in the past. I don't call anybody. I just go medicate. Mm. You know, I, I just yeah, I go I go get me one. You know, but now I got my support group. I call somebody. People come to my rescue. I pray. That's how I cope with it. Pray and call somebody. Or you to go to a meeting. Those things. Before I, before I, before I set myself up for relapse, because that's what's gonna happen, you know. And I'm mm-hmm. in eight years in, and I still yeah. don't trust it. Wow. See that? Yeah, I still don't trust it because I know what it did to me, you know. And it had creeped up on me before, you know, after three and a half years sober. But I really wasn't working a program. This so is what I try to tell guys: you can't sponsor yourself. You need to get a sponsor. Get your support. Just, you know, get with these. Allow yourself to be treated. Uh, get around some people that's that been with, through what you've gone through. They can take you up by the hand and teach you how to live again. You know, swallow that pride, but I'm a man. I'm a man. I don't need nobody to tell me. You got to swallow that mess. Now, that's mm-hmm. what's keeping you sick. Now, that's what kept me sick. You know, and when I tell you know when I when I when I, when I tell people that, but actually once I learned that, I put it that way. That. That those those are my coping mechanisms. Call somebody, I go to a meeting, I pray, I discuss it. You know, and that, that's pretty much that's pretty much how I cope with it, Tim. Yeah. Those are actually good tools too. Oh yeah, good tools. And and you see, just say another good word. I go to, in my toolbox. That's what we call it. I go to my toolbox. Thank you. Refresh my memory on that. That's what I do. I got toxic <laughs> tools. Yeah, recovery tools. And that's, you know, and uh, and that's what I do. You know, since I've been sober, I haven't had a whole lot of reasons why I could have picked up again. I lost my mother, my brothers, you know what I'm saying, my uh, loved ones, and and uh, relationship. I could use all that to go relapse. Excuse the blame game, but I don't do that no more. Yep. You have positive outlets, you know, now that you can reach out to, or you like you said, your toolbox that you can reach, you know, yeah. that you can use that that's going to help you pull through. So it's yeah, and then and then Tammy, uh, 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 mm-hmm. uh, uh, one more thing I want to uh, say sure. is now I have something to lose. See, mm-hmm. now I have something to lose. And I tell I tell other people that. Now, man, you, you gotta get something that, that that you cherish. Like I cherish my education. See they they see see, see the drugs can't take drugs can't take the, the, these uh these accomplishments from me unless I allow it to. 
yeah. you know, but I'm seeing it now as we speak. I'm seeing it look now looking at both my degrees, you know, from uh, community college and, uh, and, and Cleveland State University. As we speak up there on my wall, they can't take that from me. No. You know, get something that you get nothing. And I tell, I tell them, I say, you, you know, we as addicts, we, we, and, and alcoholics, we, we go through so many years of this turmoil, we just don't accomplish anything. But don't complete anything. But once you start completing something and um, uh, a, 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 a chick gets something that you cherish, that you, 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 you say, where that or you make commitment to yourself that ain't nothing gonna take this. Ain't nothing gonna take this from me. That's when you know you're on your way. You know, and that's including drugs and alcohol and that lifestyle. So yeah. Wow. And that and other than material things. But I tell them all the time, anybody can get the car in their apartment, then we're gonna celebrate. I did it all the time, every time. So like, so like I got out of the homelessness, got me an apartment, got me an old car, and I'm ready to celebrate. That's insanity. You know, and back again, back again, back to the same old thing. So now I, I told myself, I said, now I'm going to go a little further. You know, I'm trying to go get some education. You know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, get my relationship back with my grandkids, my kids, a lot of, a lot of, just set some goals. And that's what I did. And the goals that I just shared with you, as far as, uh, you know, being sober for the rest of my life, you know, buying me a home, you know, oh, oh, and I forgot that this Corvette, my dream car. See, oh, that's wow. another one of those. Yeah, that's, that's, that's in the making now. I mean, I, you know, but I'm just... I just want to, um, you know, just take my time with it. But that's another thing. I'm getting, you know, Corvette. That's been my dream car. And like I said, I used to beat myself up. Damn, I used to beat myself up. I done bought little boys and, and, and paid for it. I done blown three or four Corvettes by now. I could, you know, I done bought three or four homes by now. The money that I'm, you know, I used to beat myself up, beat myself up with that. You know, and uh, but I came to the conclusion that God was molding me to do what I do today. Yes, sir. See, that's how that's how I got out of that. That thinking, you know, and uh, God was molding me and seeing me through all that stuff that I've been through. So that's the reason why I'm doing what I do today, helping others, counseling, you know, um. Uh, chemical dependency field, and now I'm going to beat myself up. And it's paying off. All this, it's, all this knowledge that I got on that side and the other side, now, you know, I'm going to beat myself up no more. And, so, all right. Yeah, and to the conclusion, God was molding me to do what I to do, what, I do what I'm doing today. Well, I tell you one thing: if a person isn't motivated by what you have, I'm motivated. But if a person isn't motivated by what you have shared with me, then I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what to tell. Them. Hey, they, they just ain't—they just, ain't, just ain't ready, Tammy. 
They just ain't ready. Cause look, look how you told me. Listen, you told me about, for one, how you went back to school. You went back to school, not only, you know, went back, finished high school, you know, got your GED. Uh, you went back and got you got your bachelor's. A lot, And, and I'm sorry, because I'm going to go on notes, but about what age was that when you got your bachelor's degree? Oh, uh, that was just last December. <laughs> Mr. Larry, see, if a person yeah, can't be just, motivated by that now, yeah, that that was just um, that that was just uh, last December, uh, December twelfth of last year, I graduated from Creighton State University. It's in it's in the paper. Um, yeah, I'm gonna and, go uh, over that. Yeah, and uh, and 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 three years, three 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 and a half years before that. I graduated from uh, Cuyahoga Community College with my uh, associate's degree. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the miracle. That's, that's part of the miracle. That I'm talking about the miracle of recovery. Yeah. Those are miracles for a person like me because that person, that person that haven't seen me, Tammy, in, in the eight years that I've been sober, you know, because I've been, you know, I've just been doing, I've just been doing what, you know, Basically, what a normal person would do, trying to live a normal life. I put it that way. And, <laughs> you know, you know, most most of the people that 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 that, that I was out there with, they haven't seen me. And, and and like I shared with you before, that one guy, you know, I don't want to say his name, but he he, he told me, man, I heard you were dead. I thought you were dead, but you know, you're in the penitentiary, man. This what you're doing? Yeah, this what I'm doing, man. Oh man, we tell you so that's how I let my work speak for me. I I don't be all on Facebook and none of that, you know, bragging. It's not I don't do none of that. I let my work speak for me. And that's mm-hmm. that's something else I tell tell the client too. When you start getting some time from your belt, let your work speak for you because we just traumatize our loved ones so much they don't want to hear nothing you got to say. We just lied to them so much that they don't want to hear nothing you got to say. You just said got, it, yes. Yeah, you, you you got you got to let your work speak for you now. They don't want to hear nothing you got to say because as soon as you stop breathing, you, you yawn. If you yawn, <laughs> they don't think you're lying. <laughs> I, I know you are gonna say something like that. <laughs> I'm you even that yawn, they don't yawn. Be like, yawn. Lying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gonna swear you can tell a lie. Uh oh, here he comes. Here he you go. Know. He lying again. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. They finna mm-hmm. tell a lie. Yeah, so I tell them, I say, shoot, they're going to let your work speak for you. And that's yes. what I'm doing to this day. This book, that's going to be my work speaking for me. That's why yes. that's why I'm going to be a, 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 few, a, a handful of people that know about this book. This is my work speaking for me. I ain't bragging about this book. I'm going to let it, 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 it do the bragging. Yeah. This is, you know, you just now, <laughs> I want to ask this, Mr. Larry, because um, I know I know we had a little over, but it's okay because we had to get connected and everything. But I want to ask you, did you have anything else? And even if you think of things as I'm going through the editing process, um, I want you to know you feel free to send me anything you like. Okay, Tammy, can you add this in there? Anything like that. Okay. Did you have anything that, that you wanted to um, – to add in, and even if you think of something, just shoot, just shoot me an email. 
Okay, and I'll do it quick. I'm going to wait till you get almost through done and all that stuff. So we have to go back and I'll, I'll try to do this, you know, as soon as I possibly can. I know, I do know uh, uh, my acknowledgments and my dedicate. Uh, my introduction, you, you, you can sweeten that up, uh, you know, okay. as best you can. But the, the introduction is cool. Unless you want to add something what we talked about in there. I don't know how you do it, but. I was I was going to say, I'm going to be going back through all the interviews and everything because I know mm-hmm. there are things that we talked about that, you know, aren't necessarily in the papers. So I want to make sure I add everything in. I want to make sure that mm-hmm. the way that it's being told is going to be something that's it's already going to capture people anyway. Because I was like, right. it sounds like a movie. <laughs> All the things that you have been through, it sounds like a movie. You needed to have yeah. a documentary or something, um, you know, about, like, your life. But um, I'm definitely, you know, I'm going to go back through all the interviews, uh, re-listen, take some notes to add to what you've already sent. And, of course, before mm-hmm. I do any type of, before we do any type of publishing, everything's going to go through you. Um, I'll try to go as I, I'm going to make sure I'm in constant communication with you as far as where I'm at with the editing process and just send things to you little by little, and you'll be like, okay, Tam, mm-hmm. that's good. We'll roll with that, and then we'll go on to the next section, um, if that makes sense. So I'm yeah. going to be editing and adding stuff and then sending it to you, and then you're like, okay, well, let's keep that going. And then in the meantime, while I'm going through that part of the process, um, I don't know if you like I said. I don't know if you're gonna be trying to to if you wanted to try to go and get some professional photos or not. You don't have to because, like I said, either way, your your picture's gonna be on the book. Now, if you're mm-hmm. wanting to have it on the cover, you I, I I don't you may be able to find somebody. I don't know if there's anybody that you might know. Again, I'm, I gotta reach out to your daughter and see if she knows any photographers that you know can take you know take a few pictures of you. So that way we have mm-hmm. something we can just put on the cover because that would be good. Even if it's a, a hit, like a headshot is perfect. Like, you know, right. a headshot would be great. Um, and then even mm-hmm. having a couple, because they're going to give you a couple poses anyway. So we'll be able to put a picture on the back too. So okay. that'll be good. So hopefully, okay. um, and, and I'm, I'm just going to write this down. So what's today? The 14th of December? Fourteen, yeah. Let's see. So, Mr. Larry, because I want to make sure that I'm realistic with the timeline for your book release. So we're going to be looking at mid, I'm just writing this down, uh, mid-February, uh, mid to late February for the release. Because I want to make okay. sure that we at least have it edited so that way we can start promoting it ahead of time so that you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about, well, cause a couple a couple things, because I want people to know that the book is coming ahead of time for you. And then also, I don't know what all you do if you do any type of, I know you don't brag, but if you do any type of um, videos on, like, Facebook or anything like that, but you don't, you know, that's something you can do once the book 
is almost ready to be released so you can start promoting it. I think that would be good. Okay. And I'll be glad to help you orchestrate, you know, orchestrate those things. Okay, cool. I appreciate that, Tammy. Yeah, whatever you say. That's, that's your end. Okay. That's, I mean, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. Whatever you say. Yes, I'm game. Yeah. But I know you said something about uh, uh, another one of those social media too. Uh, Instagram. Um, Instagram. Instagram, yeah, yeah. That's, Facebook and Instagram. To me, that is where you're gonna meet a lot of your or a lot of your target audience is gonna be the people that you're trying to help, um, or people that you will help rather, because it's a lot of things people don't realize that they can do, and just your story is just a testament to the things that are possible. Because I tell right. you. A lot of people wouldn't have been able to survive all the stuff that you've been through, Mr. Larry. Like, your story is just incredible. Like, it really is. But I'm not going to – go ahead. Go ahead, Mr. Okay. Larry. Go ahead, sir. I, I was going to say real quick, and, 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 and I, I, do, I, I do like to be humorous with, with, with my story, with my message. So, okay. So any of that humorous stuff, like, you know, like uh, – but I think I, I think I do have something that pertains to like we got what's that I work speak for us. I think it's, I think I did put something in that in in, in, uh, in the writing. Uh, okay. So you know so so what I just said about you know because we can you know we they don't want to hear nothing we got to say we can traumatize our people mm-hmm. you know yeah that was <laughs> what I just did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah okay all right Tam oh and one more thing Tam I thought we were gonna get this um. Uh, Amazon. So that oh, that's right, Mister Larry. Oh my gosh. And oh you know what? my was, goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. What about Thursday? Uh-huh. Are you gonna be free Thursday? Uh. What time? Well, you tell me. I'm free after four thirty. How long will it take her? Um, probably thirty minutes. I'm what I'm gonna do because I because I don't want you because it can get confusing when you're getting ready to set stuff up on it. So I want to mm. be able to walk you through it, but it should probably take no more than maybe fifteen uh, twenty minutes. Okay, because I can have my I have an Amazon account, so you just want me to have my account pulled up already, or do we have to go yes. through another? Right? No, yeah. So so just make sure you log into your Amazon. Um, mm-hmm. account, but I'm going to be giving mm-hmm. you another website that you're going to have to go to to fill in your author account. So that way that, that's going to be your publishing account that you're going to link to Amazon. So, okay. yeah, it, I mean, you can use your, your Amazon login details, but you just have to set up, like, your payments and everything through that account. But I'll help you do all okay. of that. Okay, you want to send me that information? Yeah, so let I me can... do that. I'm gonna um, let me write down, write this down. I'm gonna send this to you. Yeah, and and and, and I'm getting better with checking my, my uh, email. <laughs> but but, it, but if you think, if you feel you can text me something, because if it, you know, I mean, that'll work too. If I have yeah, I'm. A... I'm gonna probably send that to you now because it's gonna be better for you to open it up on a like a piece like a laptop or a desktop computer. 
Okay, okay, I got you. That's what I got to there. Because yeah. you'd be like, oh, my God, this is a lot to do on a phone. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to make sure you get squared away with that. So I'll send that. I'm going to send you the information to at least start setting that up because they're going to ask you for your – it's going to ask for your social – for tax purposes, it's going to ask you for your bank mm-hmm. information, so that way you get paid, mm-hmm. um, address. Mm-hmm. That's really it. I mean, it, it doesn't take long, so I'll send that to you. Matter of fact, let's see. Go to my email. Send that to you right now, and then you can kind of go in there, off. and it's, yeah, you can just take a look and get started if you want to. Totally up to you. Yeah, I do. right, and I'll uh, I'll just play around with it, you know, okay. and just be ready. And then how, how about Friday? Since it ain't gonna pay for Friday. Friday will uh-huh. be today. Let me see. What's today? Um, I know Friday. I know I'll be a little busy Friday. Thursday morning and Thursday evening. I'll be busy. And then tomorrow, I'll be busy. You think oh, okay. Monday? Maybe hey, Monday. Monday. Yeah, Monday. What? I'm writing this down. Monday, what time? Around 5.30. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just going to write that down. Monday, 5.30. So, 12.20. Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. But okay. I got faith All in right. this plan, too. You probably might okay. figure this out before we even talk, but I'm, <laughs> I'm sending this to you. Um, and then, okay. you know, you, you can just look over it if you want to and then just wait, um, and then we can, can get it all filled out, um, and I'll walk you through everything. But I'm sending this uh, email to you now. It's just going to have a link mm-hmm. in it. It's going to be titled KDP Amazon. And then it's going to say kdp.amazon.com. And I'm sending that right now. You should have that in just a couple seconds. Okay, cool. You should be good to go, and then we'll talk Monday. Um, And I look forward to speaking with you. Like I said, it's not going to take us long on Monday at all. Okay. Okay, sounds good, Tammy. I really appreciate talking to you. Tammy. Oh, man, always a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Always a pleasure, okay. Mr. Larry. You take care, okay, and I'll talk to you on Monday. Okay, thanks. All right now. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye.